Welcome to the Awaken Heart Podcast. I'm your host, Nancy Walters. Get ready to create magic and miracles as you lean into your heart's desires. I believe not only does the heart want what it wants, but it knows. This show is a weekly deep dive into what it means to live from an awakened heart. I'll be sharing inspiring stories and real conversations with people just like you who have turned the ordinary into the extraordinary. My mission is to show you how you too can be connected and heart-centered in every area of your life. Your journey to aligning with more love, more joy, and your wildest dreams come true starts now. Welcome back, my friends, to the Awaken Heart Podcast. I am your host, Nancy Walters, and I just thought I'd hop on here for a really quick episode as things are slowing down a bit as we move more into the cooler temperatures in fall and the changes that are happening as fall is upon us. And that's the coloring of the leaves, that's the cooler temperatures, that's, you know, everything that's really kind of going to sleep. You know, the spring wakes everything up and the fall, it changes, you know, the old falls away so we can make way for the new. And I've been thinking about this a lot lately. As changes come into our life, how we choose to look at it or how we choose to be in the changes because everything is in flux, everything's in motion, everything changes, nothing is constant. And as we try to keep things the same and we act out against things that are in constant motion, we as humans, as people, I know myself has been in that space before where we feel entitled that things should be a certain way. And a clue here is when we use the word should, we're acting out against what is because should is how we conceive or how we perceive things to be instead of how they actually are. And we're not willing to be like that reed against the wind that gently bends with the wind and flows with the wind or the river, how it moves downstream. And if you're going upstream, you're going against what is natural. And that is the flow, you know, be gently taken along the river's flow without resistance and just trusting it will take you to where you need to be led. And when we're in that resistance to change and in our shoulds, and acting out against the world, there's an entitlement. And we're seeing that a lot in the world and the external. But that which we're seeing in the outside world is actually a reflection of what's going on in our inner world. Entitlement is a cage that's forged by our desire to control and to micromanage and to stay comfortable. But the only growth really is in the unknown and being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Entitlement is a limited dimension. It's of our own creation that is, it's reliant on consistency and uniformity and the same and the same and the same which we must, we have to defend it in order to protect it and maintain it. 
And when entitlement takes over, we lose ourselves to what we are perceiving in change that we are resisting, which sends any of our sensibility, compassion, our composure, and our sanity right out the door. And we become the worst possible version of ourselves simply because we are not getting what we want or what we are used to. And this can translate into... mm, you know, just being late in traffic, getting stuck behind a light, or somebody cutting in front of you, you have this entitlement that they shouldn't be there. And, you know, all this rage that is inside us goes out at the other person. It's misdirected. Uh, Maybe you go to the grocery store and they don't have your type of eggs available. Or, you know, I see this at Trader Joe's a lot. You go for your favorite item and they don't have it. And whereas another store might have it, they don't have it. So instantly that inner rage or that sense of entitlement, well, it should be here. Uh, It's not here. What are they stupid? Why don't they carry that? Why isn't it here? But then there you are. There's the shoulds. Something should be this way instead of seeing it what it is. It just is. It's not there. It doesn't mean anything. So instead of focusing that on the outside world, We have to really see that the problem is ourselves. It's you. It's me. It's us. Um, The problem is that you haven't cultivated the flexibility and the pliability necessary to handle life when it shows up differently from the way you are expecting it to show up. We're projecting our own responsibility onto the other person, onto the grocery store manager, or to the you know person that d- developed the light or the construction that's stopping you from getting to your class on time, which I've been experiencing lately. Like my road to my star cycle, my cycling class in the morning, there's going to be construction for the next year. And every time I try to go back that route, I get so irritated by being stopped, you know, as they let one side go and then the other side. So I've just decided to go around it. That's how I keep my sanity. So we have to be pliable and flexible. And I have to be flexible by going around. It actually is a really beautiful drive going that way. It's a mile longer, but it's not going to have me lose my mind and my sense of calm in the morning. So even if I do get in that situation, I've got to learn to ride the storm out and not get into that frustrated space because it just is. And I chose to go that way, right? So it'll be a lot easier when we can be bendable and flexible when unforeseen twists and turns come down that pipeline. And it's like that Bruce Lee quote, I'm always reminding of it. And he had said, be like water, making its way through cracks. Do not be assertive, but adjust the object, and you shall find a way around and through it. If nothing within you stays rigid, outward things will disclose themselves. Empty your mind, be formless, shapeless like water. If you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now, water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. And just like water, if it's in a glass, it doesn't know if the glass is half full or half empty. It's just water. It doesn't know that it is anything else but water. There are other Asian spiritual traditions that talk about being fluid like water and being flexible and able to bend like a reed as the gentle wind blows 
Picture that. It's just bending with the wind. It just goes with it. It doesn't resist it. As the illusion, which we're experiencing now, and as this great awakening has happened globally on our planet, the illusions of linear reality is giving away to a quantum truth of the matter. And more and more doors will begin to close just as more and more begin to open. Change is an integral part of life and there's no life in a peaceful sea. It's like shifting of the seasons, which we're seeing happening right now. Understand and accept this, that we can't change the seasons, but we can change ourselves. And most people don't understand that this simple concept and blame others from their failures. Unfortunately, many die without realizing this wisdom that they could have used the progress and better understand life. No matter how hard you try to find balance, there will always be ups and downs. Nonetheless, it's up to you to find a way to remain happy and faithful to your goals despite that. And as this fall is coming, I'm feeling a need to deeply integrate. I'm feeling a need to really cocoon and embrace this change. Be like the butterfly that goes into her cocoon and comes out after metamorphosis, and she's the butterfly with her beautiful glistening wings ready to fly. And this isn't a pretty process, literally. It's a complete deconstruction. Literally, you turn into like soup. <laughs> it's not a pretty process, but you come out the other side, this whole new beautiful butterfly. You know, if I don't like seeing how things are out there in my world, Instead of placing the blame outside of myself, who am I being? Who am I being in the world? And how can I change that which in myself, which is reflecting outward and bringing manifestation in my outer world? So I really am committed to really diving down and really finding out who the truth of who I am is really. And whatever illusions I've had to that, I'm willing to allow to fall away. Because the truth of who we really are, our divine manifestation of God, of the universe, it's all within us. We are not separate from each other. We are not separate from anything. And you know, life kind of puts blinders through history, through our perceptions, through the 3D world. We've made agreements with ourselves that have put, you know, God is something above us and we're down here below, but it's all part of the same. We are part of the whole. And in recognition of that, we are embodying the truth of who we really are. And I'm reading something right now. It's called The Book of Truth by Paul Selig. He has transmissions from these divine beings. And um, I read something today that really made me cry. It was so beautiful. And something that I'm wishing to embody more, because as we shine the light within ourselves, as we lighten up more, raise our vibration and our frequency, it emanates outwards and people and others recognize this. If they don't recognize this in themselves, something within them knows, the God within them knows. And I highlighted this that ended the chapter and it really touched me deeply. God is fully present in all men, even when they don't know it. And as you acknowledge this, say these words to yourself as you meet their faces. 
I know who you are in truth. I know what you are in truth. I know how you serve in truth. And you will be met by the frequency of God within them. You will feel the vibration, the acknowledgement, because God within is always recognized by the one who knows the truth and will reply, I am here. Sit with that for a moment. How beautiful is that? How beautiful is that? Everyone has God within them, even if they don't see it. So by you acknowledging that within them, the God within themselves knows, outside of their own conscious awareness, that recognition is taking place and is receiving that recognition and that acknowledgement to that of who they really are. And because of that, something will spark inside them. We are constantly in a state of discovery and change is a huge part of it. When one door closes, another one opens and it's trusting in that door will open into exactly what we needed, what what is aligned with us, what is going to serve our highest interests, and not even interests because that's of the mind, but our highest. What is our highest? And we are here always to learn, always to grow, to evolve, and, and to remember the truth of who we are, really are, and to remember why we are here and what our purpose is. So change, 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 changes. <laughs> and then I, I'm always thinking Stevie Nicks and landslide. I've been afraid of changing because I build my world around you. (laughs) I'll never get a gold medal for singing, that's for sure. But I grew up with Fleetwood Mac and Stevie Nicks. And, you know, it always reminds me of my childhood. And of course, all the changes that have happened throughout my lifetime. And even though that song, I read the book, Gold Dust Woman, Stevie Nicks, it's a biography on her. And most of her songs were written about Lindsay Buckingham. And it's really interesting to hear the stories behind the songs. And her heart was absolutely broken when she wrote that song. You should get that book. It's really interesting. So back to changes. We have to accept that change happens. And it doesn't mean we should live our lives in fear, waiting for the other shoe to drop or for some big, bad, scary thing to happen. But we have to get real with the fact that life is constantly shifting and we have to resource ourselves to be able to be better to deal with it. That means to embrace change. And what we're seeing globally um, in the collective is the resistance to change It's the reason we're seeing so much widespread social conflict on the planet out there in the 3D. And why that happens is it happens when we have a bunch of entitled people that are wasting so much precious energy fighting for irrelevant ideas and outdated concepts while defending dying structures in institutions that aren't serving us. So that is why all this darkness, all this nuttiness we've seen happen over the last three years, it's all coming to the surface to be exposed in the light of day so we can change these things that are no longer working anymore for us. And things that we just kind of went around like it's the status quo. And because so many people have awakened to what is actually 
happening in the world and what is actually real above what is actually happening in this reality that we see here. There's so much more going on above it all. And then all this other stuff that's getting shoved down our throats. Oh yeah, no, some stuff just, that's like, that's got to change. That can't happen anymore. And there's so much division and um, it's false. Division is false because we are not separate from each other. And the darkness, as you would call it, or the matrix keeps us in a perpetual state of division because if we're unified realizing what divine beings are we are and we're magical creators and how we can have this heaven on earth, then, you know, the darkness, the matrix falls away and they it doesn't have control over us. And it's desperately trying to hold this whole paradigm of fear over us because if they make us scared, they can control us. And if they keep us divided, they can control us. Because of this, they we've seen it, the propaganda all over the place. Um, and we're seeing within a lot of people um, all these different things that are going on in the world as far as like gender and then there's the race and then the issue political um, division and all that is, is that we look for rationalizations and proof points that we can wield you know, against them to make people who believe differently than we do to be the villains and to victimize ourselves in the face of their attempts at progress. So um, there's been just such discord and such strong opinions one way or another and strong beliefs that a lot of people aren't even willing to hear the other side without instantly going to defend the side that they're on, without having a healthy, open dialogue and to see the perspective of what the other person or what the other side is trying to convey or tell us or to or whatever they stand for. Now, there is a lot of craziness I'm seeing happen I don't like to use size or divide, but you know, there's one side that really is coming up with these really crazy ideologies. And I see him trying to dismantle like all the fundamental values of like family and, um, you know, the whole mother child bond and women's rights and all that. I'm seeing that. And I believe that's why strongly feel and believe that's why so many people need to really wake up and see what's actually going on to take a strong stand against all these ideologies and all these agendas that I'm seeing starting to play out that really I believe that a small percentage of the country is really for but gets the most media attention because it's going to serve a purpose to allow more control to happen and take it away from the freedom of us as divine creators. They're desperately trying to keep us down and from realizing that truth. When we are unwilling to embrace change and we are unwilling to adapt to change, we block ourselves from evolving and we block ourselves from having what we want. A lot of people have really negative associations with change because it, it can be scary and uncomfortable, which means that when change comes knocking at our door, we dig in our heels and tighten our grip and refuse to give up the comfort and the familiarity and the convenience of what we already know and of what 
we are already used to. And this resistance to change and this resistance to exploring unknown territory, it creates a lot of conflict and a lot of discord for for us, for people, considering the impermanence that is fundamental to the nature. Like nature is always in a state of flow. Evolution is the purpose of life. We exist to evolve. Without the possibility of evolution, the mind would not devote itself to the task of keeping us alive. Change is a necessary part of life and a necessary part of the evolutionary process, as well as the only constant in reality. Nothing is permanent. Everything shifts and everything transforms and everything dies. So this means if we want to live these epically aligned, like vibrant, juicy, beautiful lives, we better get really good at letting go because we cannot allow the new to come into our lives until we let go of the old. The act of letting go of what we are accustomed to clears the space for something greater to come into form. So what can you let go of and what can you open up to receive in your life? And with that, my beautiful friends, thank you for listening to this episode of the Awaken Heart Podcast. And let's, let's change. Let's step fearlessly into the unknown where all miracles exist. Have a beautiful day, my friends. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Awaken Heart Podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, head on over to your favorite podcast app to subscribe, rate, and review. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, you can reach me at the awakenheartpodcast.com. 